Hello and welcome to this episode of the Ranting Atheist Podcast. Today we'll be listening to the deconversion story of a fellow Nigerian atheist who was brought up in a Christian background. And this person's story is uh, one I relate because, you know, we graduated from the same university, even though we were years apart, at least like 10 or so. And it's so shocking and not shocking to see that the university we went to, Covent University, the bullshit still persists. And that's what Christianity does for you. The bullshit never ends. So as you share the story, reminisce, and I see a lot of parallel with my experience uh, in that school to a certain extent. So it's really fun having this conversation with him. So if you're yet to subscribe, please consider subscribing on Apple, Spotify, Google, and any other place podcasts are available. Also, if you'd like to share your story, please feel free to reach out. You can use the email, you can use social media, all the links are in the show notes below. And now, let's go and listen to the deconversion story of Jay. Alright, Jay, yeah, welcome to the Ranting Atheist Podcast. How you doing, huh? Great, staying good. How are you surviving Bubu's Niger? <laughs> how are we going to do now? You go to manage. Every man go to manage. You manage. Everybody in a regional manager for this country. Yeah. You get up and you also carry. Uh, <laughs> I'm managing, I'm managing, I'm managing. Even person with the drive uh, bands, I'm managing, I'm managing. Gosh, you, what is all this management? There are different levels of management. There's a general manager and there's an inclusive manager. Please stop playing with us. <laughs> no, no, general you manager. <laughs> okay, uh, it's good to have you here. Now. Thank you for coming to share your story with us. Yeah, thank you for having really me. I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah, thank you. For thank you for having me. Yeah, yeah, great man. So, um, the listener knows they are speaking with uh, Jay. So, would you like to share a little more about Jay? Like, um, if you are comfortable, your location, what to do for a living, your age, if you are. A proper Niger, we just give you an option A and option B, <laughs> Gen Z or Millennial. <laughs> then any other thing you like us to know about you? Well, um, I'm in Port Harcourt. I work okay. in IT support for right. a foreign company, and um, I'm 24. So I'm okay. kind of young, yeah, if you can say that. So. Um, I went. I started being technology, and I went to Covenant. So I, so I be eagle. Yeah. Internal, internal uh, name. Now those, if you know, you know. Yeah, normally. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's it. That's a brief. All right. All right. Information about you. Makes Jay. sense. Makes sense. So now, when it comes to this uh, religion, parole. What do you identify as now? Um, is he agnostic? Is he religious? Atheist? Or you just choose not to identify yourself at all? Well, I was an atheist any day, any time. With the red tag, proudly. <laughs> so uh, you're an atheist. So what's, what would you define? What's your personal definition of atheism? What's atheism to you? Well, personally, 
I see it as the, the as accepting that this world is just as it is. There is no there's no Yahweh, there's no Allah, there's no Krishna and the rest of them. They are all equal to nothing. You know? And you just go on the evidence that what you see is what you know. Okay. And nothing more. Alright, alright. Nice one, nice one. Now we'll go into want to know the full details of what your religious background was like. Now, as an ego, I can assume you were born into a Christian family like many egos. <laughs> so give us a full breakdown well, of what your religious upbringing was like. Well, my mom's family, my grandfather from that side is the general overseer of a church in Port Harcourt. So a very strong religious background from my maternal side. I have okay. I have about two uncles as pastors. Okay. And eventually my mother would also become a pastor. Yeah, so well and then on my father's side they were a little bit more um traditional worshippers. But okay. they report into Christianity along the line. So yeah, I have a very good um, religious background growing up so holy spirit arrested your dad <laughs> yeah oh, he just followed the woman he loves to church oh, okay, okay. i don't know I understand. He, he answered the question by himself <laughs> i cannot speak for him I speak for him myself i don't know so your everyday christian wake up in the morning pray get about get on with your day come back evening service at night, rinse and on Sunday you go to church, join Sunday school, praise and worship, read the Bible, you know, all of that. So it wasn't uh, for you, you it wasn't like a um, baptism of fire or like it was just like nominal. Yeah, it was just like um, something that's a part of your day. Like it's not, I don't think I was ever. Yeah, those um, very strong, like over zealous kind of types. So I just ask those speaking in tongues. Nah, none of that. Like close calabashan, that about soon. Nah, none of that. No, no, I was never into any of that. So it all just. But now growing up, yeah. What do you say? It not just seem natural to me. So okay, okay. But growing up, you believe that there is a God, shall? Of course, yes. According to what you were taught. Of course. Have you? Yeah. Of so, now as you are, you are growing up, this, this, what you just described now, this is just like a childhood, have you? Yeah. Or this this went on, was it the same style teenage, teen, when you were a teenager? No. This before was, your 20s or? This was when I was probably like um, 10 to like 15 or younger around that region. Okay. So now you being a teenager, how was that? How was your religion? No, that's the period of puberty. <laughs> your <laughs> body begins to do like this. How did was there? Were there clashes or things? Don't do, do, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, definitely. You now, as a young person growing, you have all this 
sexualologies and all those kind of interests coming in and you just yeah. try to balance it and try to like yeah, you know you're straying away from what you are used to you know this thing is against your whole religious belief but more within the sweet body the sweet body you know if you fight them too much <laughs> you know, those kind of things you, gotta, you know this is, a, this is a period where you start having a kind of interest that you know that your parents will not be comfortable with you tell them one or two lies about your whereabouts about who you're texting why you want money you know this kind of thing so it is really a period where you say you go test your own fits you go you stray away and if well, and definitely it's just it's just just a part of life i guess even I'm even the holiest of holies, I'm sure once in a while they will just have something that they will just have to hide from people. It's it's normal. It's not it's not it's not a crime. Yeah. Yeah. So that's you feel guilty. You don't feel guilty when you're doing other things of me, forgive me, go forgive me, go forgive me. <laughs> of course now, of course. You feel kind of guilty, you would now go Pastor is telling you this thing is bad, blah, blah, blah. Well, you know, you will not repent now. Nah, God forgive me. Yes, I call it. <laughs> you pray. Then, of course, you're back to square one again. So, it's okay. But this whole period now, this is your teenage years, like secondary school. Yeah. Secondary. Going into university. So, yeah. oh, uh, you know the university we are talking about. <laughs> how did you cope? How was your, yeah. your and unquote, spiritual life while in that place? So, my spiritual life started ending late in secondary school. So, my secondary school okay. was also a, a religious school. The owner of my school is a big, oh. is a big Winners Chapel member. Okay. Yeah, so... So basically, whatever was happening in Winners was happening in my school. Basically, if it's academic extension. Okay. Uh, you, can, you can say that. <laughs> so, there was this um, Winners pastor that used to come for our weekly activity, weekly um, church activities. Okay. So I don't know what got into the young man on this, on this special day. And he started a deliverance session. At first, it was two people that were, according to them, they were under the anointing. They were flying around, prophesying, screaming things. And it was getting, well, as the day went on, for the next, almost for over an hour, the next thing, more and more students started jumping around, acting like they were under the anointing. They were screaming things, flying around, throwing chairs. I don't and at that point, it seemed to be getting out of hand, and the pastor was jumping left and right, laying hands, pouring anointing oil, and nothing was happening. <laughs> I don't know. I was just cornered with some one of my friends, and we were just observing some students were praying, school nurse was praying, everybody was just. Uh, it was a crazy scene. Then, surprising thing that. Should that just give me a hint that all these things are just bullshit. One of our school shows up and he screams, he screams about six words. 
get to the hostel now and everybody snapped back into their senses and <laughs> took a and the same way we leave the chapel every day in a single file everybody got in a single file and walks to the hostel like just like that the pastor has disappeared disappeared automatically like a switch people that were reportedly under the anointing where a demon was jumping from one person's body trying to look for where he would hide flying left and right all of a sudden everybody was cool march to the hostel march to the dining hall and i was just puzzled puzzled thinking thinking like what is it like so all this thing was fake is so what else is fake like you just start to ask yourself these questions and think about these things logically and, and that's where it all began i can say oh and then another incident that i read this book about i don't remember the book very well it was about a, a tribe in um, eastern africa and basically these people in this place and uh, they had some people that claimed they were their spiritual leaders and to appease the gods they need to bring their most precious gifts their food all these things and give to this um these people that claim to be their religious leaders the people that can talk to the gods and ask the gods for rainfall for good weather to prove to protect everybody all these kind of things and so and they said the gods were in a cave and this cave only them are allowed to go inside this cave anybody else that goes in the cave you die so a young boy wandered off one day he was playing and he got lost and he wandered off and he found himself in a neighboring village and he saw people wearing these things that they are apparently giving out to their gods wow. and he was shocked like these things are ah, they said they are giving it to the gods how come you have it and he said that they bought it at one market and he went there I saw plenty of his tribes, um, artifacts, clothing material, different things. And he ran back to the village people. He told them, they told him he's a liar, then to get out, blah, blah, blah. And that's how they dismissed him as one stupid boy talking nonsense. Then he snuck into the cave one day with them. And he saw where they had been stashing everything. And when they are just laughing at them and just saying ah look at look at what we got now all this kind of you know when you you put a fast yeah. one on somebody that kind of thing now so uh, so a steady fast one exactly so yeah that's how he raised an alarm for real this time and they took him seriously and they went into the cave and they found out that these men have been lying to them so if the cave is empty why can't so i saw it as um okay fine anybody can walk into a cave but nobody can go to the sky and check if you are lying or not <laughs> <laughs> that kind of that kind of thinking yeah 
So that's just it. That's just all these small, small things that will just be putting some form of doubts and things that you you previously knew, known. And that was a big. I don't know if you know this this show that they used to show on on uh, Nadjo. Was it Nadjo Wild and then Cosmos? You know it. What was it called? Cosmos is about about space and uh, space um okay. and, um, physics and all this really kind of stuff. So I really started buying into that show and uh I forgot the channel it was on. I think it was Discovery Channel. Or your on Nadjo and Curiosity Screen, maybe Curiosity Channel. Yeah, and, well, yeah, I think it was on Discovery, like all these TSTV, yeah, science, science channel, yeah. one of them. I said, like, one of my friends, um, Christian's daddy, why am I calling this young man's name? Christian Shah, he told me about it. I was like, okay, let me give it a try because we were, we used to like all those kind of stuff, and I started watching it, and they started referencing it as something that that was distinctly different from everything i'd ever known as it's like saying it is billions of years old saying dinosaurs were here telling you this is how it came to be just telling you just giving you real knowledge and insight about how how this world came to be and it started to just make more sense and uh, so by the time i was already in university like i already accepted that or more this bible is not accurate it's just some young some young men that try to explain explain our existence the best way your minds could comprehend it you understand so but you know when you are just like um, you're just trying to balance what you know and just trying to make make some kind of excuses like okay maybe it's like this maybe they did not have the right they did not have the best way of explaining these things so that kind of thing so that's basically my secondary school life before 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 covenant. Well, yeah, but before we won't go to covenant now. What was your? Did you have any running on what evolution was? Did you have any idea of it at all, or it was totally new when you watched those channels? Was, I don't. I don't say it was new because we all learned some biology, even if they gave us the most watered down version of biology and evolution yeah. we can find anywhere on this planet you understand it? Yeah. Uh, yeah so i just knew that and uh, humans were from homo sapiens and erectus uh, neanderthals all those kind of things yeah. Yeah. but humans coming from cells to um, aquatic to land I did not. Yeah, I had no idea. T-shirts for biology. T-shirts, those ones. So now we go learn about ourselves. So. <laughs> because the reason why I ask that question is to you know some people may have run into it, and for some for some reason their theology 
Yeah. The whole, like how you said, um, the earth being six billion years old, if you to clash with their theology and their faith, yeah, so I want to know if you had such clashes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, yeah, nah, I didn't. I don't, I don't think I really put that one to thoughts, and yeah, but I knew that if I if I know this, it's probably to clash now crash like oh, when, when I, by the time I found out I was not really, I was not really taking the Bible serious anymore so you know okay. any serious impact on me bro okay yeah oh yeah let's continue the university life oh yeah yeah you know now it's it's <laughs> Where, uh, but my see you and your see you are different so I, I want to see 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 you through you <laughs> oh well oh, the first First instance of the first week, mm. we already they already given us the breakdown, the rundown of how things will go. Saturday is FFF, Sunday is chapel service, Thursday is ah. chapel service. Fucking hell, man! Mm. It was it was non negotiable. <laughs> well, people like us, you just go there and go and skip. <laughs> what was that FFF I beg so they will bring their uh, attendance only just about twice I think they just bring some maybe some past alumni to come and tell you some character development nonsense <laughs> so just the rest of time <laughs> that was some people just come with their own ideology and start talking talking and talking Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I, I went for the first one, I went for the second one, and I noticed that nobody takes this thing seriously. So, after by the third week, I would spend my Saturdays watching football like a normal human being. <laughs> well, at the beginning of my Twitter was 2014. That, that's when I got into CU, and that was that was the, the Ebola outbreak in Nigeria, and that was the first mm-hmm. the first lockdown they didn't they didn't like I remember of recent yeah. And guess what? This man, Oyedepo's arrogance, told us, mm-hmm. he said, nobody's going home. You have to stay in school. That Ebola will not enter covenant. Mm-hmm. That we, are, okay. we are covered by the blood of Jesus. Oh, la, la. Every, every school, to my knowledge, was closed. To my knowledge, except, yes. covenants. except and landmark, maybe. I don't know about landmark, they'll speak for themselves. <laughs> but mm-hmm. to what me I know was covenant was open. We were in school, session was ongoing. I said nothing the app. And your teachers were going out of the campus. They're going out and they're coming in. Lecturers. Work staffs were going out and coming in. And it was so and I found out that everybody everybody else was locked and they were taking precaution not to spread this thing. I said, so why are we not taking that same precaution? What are we doing here that they are, that they are doing to avoid this thing spreading within these school walls now? Because if one person got it very rapidly to spread streets, they will just start dropping. In the hostel, and like the health center will not be able to contain it. So why is this man risking our life to prove his religious point? Like, don't, don't these people think at all? Like, they just believe whatever they want to believe and put people at risk and it was infuriating to think about because i didn't even find out about the lockdown until maybe 
because you know you don't you don't you don't carry phones now, so you're not you're not in constant communication with people at home. I mean, I don't have iPod or iPad or those things. Uh, that they internet use. was not like before, yes. like that. It was so, not like today. Yeah, I was not. I was barely even chatting with anyone. I just had my laptop and and I, I used to for game and movie. Nothing concerned me. It's trying to <laughs> chat. Later on, I got it. Then I got a tab later on. So, anyways, I was not really informed about this until I called one day. Like ah. My siblings are not in school yet, so what's going on? I said, ah, everybody's able and everybody's is locked down, all those kind of things. No school is open for now. See, ah, so why isn't our school closed now? Then that's when, coincidentally, the man came to the podium to tell us that everybody, everybody's going to be fine, blah, blah, blah. We are covered by the blood of Jesus and nothing is going to happen. Mm. Well, fortunately, nothing happened i don't think any any case was reported inside the school and i don't know if even if it was reported nobody was able to find out about it they go hide it now should be somebody died of covid they have had the healing in the students wow last year wow i didn't even hear about that that's fucking that's sad mm-hmm. that's sad so yeah that was just one of my first instances of like uh religious madness in that place <laughs> And they, they were even, there was even um, devotion in the hall. Devotion in the hall. We used to do nine devotion, Peter Hall. Every all the floors would do devotion. Floor chaplains every the day. Hmm. And my brother. Well, the more the more I was in see you, the more the more the man fell in love with the things of science and just trying to grasp. The funny thing is, initially, I was trying to even look for things that, like, scientific findings that will back up some deals of the Bible. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. all I was just seeing was fallacy upon fallacy upon fallacy. Like, not, no, nothing concrete. The, the worst was even when they were trying the things they brought to suggest that the flood actually happened during some kind of ripple say this ripple can only be formed by a flood i said and there are always concrete explanations that always defeats whatever they said they were trying to reference and the more i looked for ways to make science and religion be be one the more i realized that that was impossible and you just have to accept that science is the truth it asks the questions and it can always be questioned and it does not change it's not it's not afraid of questions it welcomes the questions well Hmm. When it's not afraid to change exactly and you cannot it, it can accept that okay with this new information we have uh-huh. we, are, we are wrong this is what is correct uh-huh. you understand that is how yeah. it is that's that's the beauty of it but religion does not does not work that way and it's just this is it and this is it's set in stone it's either this or nothing else and that was a big problem for me because I could not keep telling myself two two things are the same when they are 
basically not the same. Mm. You read about it and then through my search, I came across this, the Epic of Gilgamesh. Mm. And for mm-hmm. and it's it predates the Bible and it's 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 like when when someone sees something that says, Oh, this thing is kind of good. Well I can it does not make sense that a floating box, you no, know, let me make it into a ship. That kind of thing. And if you find out that the, the, the epic of Gilgamesh is not even the original story, a different story, I forgot the name, predates it, telling similar things. And this, these things happen time and time again with, across different stories. And it just, it just, it just get weak. That you could. Everybody just copying each other. Everybody just copying each other. Then, then the same. Seem like I don't know the intention of the people writing these things, and I don't know what if it was basically as folklore or if they it might just be entertainment. Who knows? Yeah. They were maybe they were just uh, some novel writers, but what they had were scrolls. Yeah, exactly. Because we today now see it and say, "Oh, holy word of God." Yeah, exactly, exactly, and uh, the way. Well, when you when you when you don't know, think about re- studying the Bible, people always study the Bible like aligned aligned with some kind of a message about forgiveness, about patience or whatever. You understand, oh. like you know, whatever it is, like so. They when they bring out a verse from here, a verse from there, this verse from there, this verse from there. And it's and you can see why it makes sense that okay, these things are pointing towards this. Maybe sometimes the time they would bring a story, but like when you observe this thing, it's all in all. Like you would see that there are so many contradictions, like like various various contradictions, various repetitions, and like when you start realizing that. Ah, this book that is supposed to be the infallible word of God. I think I think even the one of the most noticeable ones I can I can think about is the Sabbath. When the Sabbath is whether it's the sixth time it's seventh. I don't I don't I don't remember how that thing was. <laughs> whether it's Saturday or Sunday or the Yeah, something like that. And it depends on who you're asking. Well, there's a whole denomination on top when it is about. Hmm. Well, it is. It is well. It is well, and there, there are lots. There are lots. Like whether the ones of um, <laughs> the ones about um human sacrifice where where they agreed for it and where did. The discourage deeds, bro. Like it's it's a lot. It's a loss. Huh. <laughs> uh, so you are going to see you. You are you are having the discoveries of well, the Bible, science, seeing how see you being see you. The quote is usual madness. <laughs> so when 
do you was there any particular point where the thing started breaking down fully for you like mm. any particular events particular events i would i would not i would not be able to pinpoint i would not be able to, honestly but i just accepted i think well, i was what i was i was back in school was probably a day just okay yes there's some creator somewhere but whatever when was that when was that when you had teased yeah probably 2018 2017 2016 that that period okay so just accept that more this book is not as reliable as it is but at least maybe they thought that they thought yes they thought that more this just happened by chance it it, it was hard to wrap my head around you get so Something must have kickstarted all of this. You understand that kind of thinking? Yeah. Yeah. So, I'm existing in that school, not and having to participate in all of this. Uh, At in 200 level, not in 200 level. Like that was that was just it for me. I I just I just I went for chapel one day and. I got locked out. Where they were non stupid, to uh, record a student council boy. Allow me to enter chapel now. Baba no agree. We were here. We did here. So, me, me that is here. And somebody, my roommate that is stabbing and sleeping in the hall. Who is, who is, who is, who is worse? <sighs> is uh, you. Better never than late. That is what Covenant <laughs> that taught was, me. That was the that was the last day <laughs> I attended chapel service in my 200 level. That was first semester. That was like in September. You can imagine. <laughs> I did not even think try try to even go to chapel again after that day. <laughs> Uh, I just stopped going because I was just annoyed. Like I was just thinking about it. Like I came here, okay, I was fine. I was late. I got there maybe the lucky hall by seven forty-five. This was a Thursday morning. Seven forty-five. The lock hall is locked. I got there maybe like seven forty-eight for seven forty-seven. They've locked all the doors. Just let me enter. I'm not even just like about four or five. That way, they don't want they are struggling the other entrances. So, no, I said, No, and we stayed there. We hung, hung around hoping that somebody will be kind enough to say, Okay, this one's came. Let them just swipe for attendance. At least they are oh, here. Oh, yeah, not saying. Oh, yeah, we start. Now you go be scapegoats. Exactly. You don't do anything. Then you do go first use. <laughs> If they don't carry you to do blood tests, they will carry you to, to your room to search you. You sat there, you waited, you waited, waited, waited. Nothing came out. Went for class, came back, and I swore that more. I know do it again. I know do it again, I beg. Yeah, chapel. Well, it's always better not to show up. Well, we regret it if you are late. No, then it was in 300 level that they wanted to teach us a lesson. Hmm. They to teach you? Teach people that don't come to chapel a lesson. Okay. Hmm. So, 
first semester of um, Trinidad was in 2015, 2016 session, if I'm not mistaken. Mm. These young, these, these men, Azu, do you know, do you know Azu? Of course, I <laughs> well, the students when I was there, but like yeah. a year or so of it, so. Yeah, you've heard the stories. This young man was, he was the dean and decided that everybody with more than 15 chapel defaults would observe a four week suspension. Hmm. The madness. And I was on 12. So what they give us was, uh, what did they call it that time? Chronic weeks. Chronic. No, we did, we not we not get suspended. Chronic chapel defaults. Yes, it was from fifteen. Me, I finished on twelve. I attended a few because of one lecture that used to be immediately after chapel service and the lecturer just to shine to anybody. You're late. You're 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 dead man. And sometimes they don't open the hall early enough for you to still make it in time. So I started. I attended a few. Just a few, just enough to make to make uh, this thing to just be under um, the suspension range. You understand? Yeah. <laughs> so that was my that was my saving grace, I guess, because uh, it could have been very very bad to go on four weeks. They are just behaving like a Nazi police there. <laughs> Funny enough, uh, many people that were affected ended up going on IT. And Azu threatened that when they come back to the service, but nothing happened. He was not in any position to do anything by the time they would come back. <laughs> so he carried all his noise and left his office. What's uh, whether they say he became registrar at the landmark or whatever? I don't care. Uh, yeah. Good, good for him. He's just a sad, a sad man. In this. Uh, that man would come and a very intelligent man, very brilliant man. Waste of intelligence. I don't know why. Sometimes he just he has sold himself oh. to the church. Now that's that's just the, want to be so mean. His so his wife is one of my former colleagues' um, sister. Guy is just committed, ready to. He had, has had many opportunities to leave that ecosystem for better offers, better pays. But for some reason, he feels indebted to Edipo and his uh, madness there. <laughs> and he keeps on serving in capacity to just frustrate students. I don't get it. Um, um, it's a psychological. I, 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 said, I, said, I said, I look at him, I hear him, I say, this is. This is the optimal case of brainwashing. He oh. he's like he has turned it into has turned it into his life's mission to make sure that the standard of Covenant University is upheld by everyone that is in the place. And it's, it looks like madness to me. Like why are you so what is what are you what, what, obsessed? There's an insane level of hell bent obsession on Everybody cannot be like you. Everybody can, does not like cannot like this place. Just, let, just leave people alone. Like, why are you hurting? Honestly, like you just want misery loves company. That's all I see. man, like you hear him talk and like you, and you just look at him like why? I say why? Like why are you obsessed with Korean investing this much? And 
Covenant versus Outlet is winner's chapel. He sold to the Redipos quote and unquote vision of building future future leaders of tomorrow. Bunch of bullshit nonsense. Future leader of tomorrow. Total nonsense. School that members, many members cannot afford after they give sacrificial offering. You know, it's so ironic. Like, there's a lot of anger towards uh, students of CU that time, especially when I was there. I could just sense it. Like, they're just so angry, like a transfer aggression, which we had no idea about. And to find out that, oh, it's even that is because they, the sacrifice they went through as, you know, quote unquote, church, you know, our church school. I don't know, Baba was just doing business. And the covenant is in his name, it's not in Winner's name. Oh. Are you away? So, uh-huh, before the network rudely interrupted us, <laughs> we're talking about the whole Azubiki madness and so on. But even now, with all these things, now you are, you are still a this. So, let's, let's even finish with your process of, you know, as, uh, <laughs> of uh, moving from deism to atheism. So, how, how do you still, how do you remember the process was? Well, it's just um, discovering more and more about them. What puts everything into motion and accepting evolution as the best answer, and realizing that okay, fine, this could have actually come out come out on its own. And once you know that, you know that more. Yeah, it's that's it. Because you leave to be a day, okay, fine. Days ago, though, but he no send us. He just leave us here, and that's kind of cruel. You can't, if you get what I'm saying, that you have the power to do something, and you choose not to interact. I feel just I feel, left us. Just left us. Eh? It makes no sense. I feel if there's a god, you'll not be, you'll not be a bad person now. You'll not be a bad god. Even if you might not understand their ways, I feel benefit of doubts that are, you could just try. <laughs> so, well, it's just basically just accessing new, yeah, basically accessing new information is always responsible for whatever step I take away from religion. It's just once you know more about accurate things like recognizing the the irregularities in the Bible, the misogyny, yeah. the this the ah yeah. the way it talks about slave trade, the way it talks about women, the way it talks about a lot of things, a lot of a lot of a lot of things and yeah, um, homosexuals and all that. Yeah, all of that. You just realize that. Well, it's I don't want any part of this. I seriously do not want any part. Of, I just want to be on my own. Like, so maybe there are people that are just that are not really down to accept that they are atheists or express it. Yeah, just. Yeah, 
or whatever for acceptance because I don't know it took a lot of time before I could actually tell anybody uh, ah, this is how it's I think it's not an easy thing it's not an easy thing because people would know even how many relationships are you really made for me like romantic relationships uh, at least two I mean that to be fast by mm. default mm. that's that's it for you like, ah you don't believe in God. Uh, we cannot we cannot be together. I want, uh, I want a partner that would go down on his knees. That was her word. Uh, go down on his knees in prayer with me. I told her, uh, okay. I, told her I told her that's not me. Can never be me. <laughs> uh, she thought I was joking and said, if this was going to end us, so don't worry. It's fine. Uh, well, so now oh, this wow. is so oh, wow so this is the cause breakfast <laughs> yes i so that's why anytime i see people say yeah yeah it is because it is it, trendy you just want to join yeah, I don't yeah, say, no. say, say, this mumu, like you can this you don't know what you're saying just talk just talk and whoa what's trendy about being an outcast <laughs> Especially in especially in a deeply religious country like Nigeria. Deeply religious, seekingly religious, man. There is housing uh, everywhere. Na God, na God, na God. Yet look at us, nonsense country. I remember one guy I was talking to in school, and I asked him, "Why are the richest nations the least religious?" And then, mm. if you revise, revise, revise it the most religious they are the poorest nigeria india Pakistan, sri lanka all these places they are the poorest so what's going on told me eh, they might be rich in earthly things but we are rich in the spirits i said go for me. your father <laughs> i say I sometimes like maybe it's a few just uh, there's no there's no point arguing with religious people unless you're just bored and you want to kill time <laughs> Because like yeah, this is, is the truth. Because their points will not make come from a place of critical thinking, and and you, you see they they already have the answer. They already have all the answers that they they think they need. So not so whether you ask them this or ask them that, they will tell you the same thing. They already know that God did it. How it got God did it is not, it. not their business. He shall, he shall did it. Mm. That kind of thing. So, so no matter no matter what you ask them, they would hop left and right, front and back, and land on that same answer. And you cannot tell them otherwise. And it's frustrating. Even that use scientific, say you want to use scientific argument or philosophical, is you always see the. You walking back to the answer. See, yeah, those ones that you signed, those ones that I feel that they are more confused. <laughs> Honestly, they they always they always come with some unfounded God of the gap scientific explanation. Maybe small thing, you know. <laughs> everything something must have created this was something 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 what is this something you cannot you cannot 
Well, if you don't ask them, one of the will surprise me is they said everything has a creator. Who created God? Probably they will start telling you God does not apply to it's God. They're both creation. I see, like, you just use your mouth now. Everything has a creator. So why can't God have a creator? And you're telling me blah 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 because he is the main creator all this kind of nonsense talk like so and you they will never understand how this thing they are saying is contradicting what they just said five seconds ago so that is why me i feel like to to actually like have a back and forth with them is pointless if you want if they talk nonsense just insult them correct them and just go away unless you're just bored honestly like you just want to pass some time and just have some fun i do it sometimes too so i just like uh, especially when it's a delicate topic like some kind of homophobic statements or or something in that line i just try my best to at least try to make them question why they would feel it's okay to treat another human being badly because of sexuality or because some books existing on their own because some people because some book said they should do it they should treat them that way and well or maybe in maybe some well it is as well shall as well you can't see it's far from well to be honest what can you say one chance one chance country I forgot to ask you something. Um, how did you get uh, rid of the fear of hell? And how did you, and then Juju also, how did you stop believing or what made you stop? Uh, once you don't believe in God, it's like a follow come package. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you don't, yeah. Believe, you, you don't believe in his enemies again. And so I was just, I was, on, Sunday, on Sunday, I was just thinking to myself, because I heard some doors slam, boom, boom, mm-hmm. and and in my head I was like, in the past I probably think, did I lock that door well? Is it ghosts that mm. opened <laughs> it and slammed it by? So you just you just know that hey, there is nothing like ghosts. For example, someone like me that struggled with sleep paralysis for. A very long time on and off, not every night, not every night. For me, I was probably like 11. So imagine you as an 11 year old, they press you, they press you for nights, you did, you did see things. I mean, you, you will not be able to move for, for some for some time. Like, when I tell my parents to tell me, pray, drink anointing, or you sorry, drink and holy communion, pray. That was, that was the solution they were giving to me. But I don't know when I when I just the first ever time that I saw this thing in a different in, in an article, and I tried what they suggested. That was the only that was the first time that I actually like handled this thing in a peaceful way. So when you tell so me like when you when you first um, realize that you're in that state, don't panic. Yeah. Don't panic. Just try to move your fingers first because your whole body will be frozen like when you can move your fingers and your toes 
slowly like it starts it triggers some of sensors in your body that that tells your body that yes i'm awake like let everybody let everything starts coming back and like all of a sudden like the hallucinations started stopping like it stopped once that i accepted that all these things do not exist this ghost and whatever they are not real i was so i was now i'll wake up frozen but i will not be hallucinating i will not feel i'll not be seeing anybody holding my neck i shall be frozen then slowly i think i don't think i've had an episode of sleep paralysis in close to four years now like i think like last time was when i was like three years ago three years ago when i changed um, um environment like time zones and my sleep my sleep schedule was fucked up so i was briefly in the u.s so for about four or five months so the whole change in time zones kind of like messed up my sleep schedule and all this kind of thing so it just came back for some time yeah so but that was that, that was something else that also just made a lot of sense to me so things like that like when you start seeing that this the real solution is not praying up and down jumping left and right praying and fast and listen it's actually tackling the problems with things that will bring real results that's that's what i've just noticed in my life that and when when you know that your problem is not spiritual your problem is not because you're not put tight you're not put off free your problem is because mm-hmm. you you you'd come up with better ways to handle them like for example now when i said when i said job hunting maybe maybe a religious person probably feel like they're not getting interview interview invites because of one juju somewhere or whatever mm-hmm. me I took enemy enemy or something me i just i just looked at my resume and said i need to make this thing look better and i paid some good money to get it properly handled and um, i said i said you need to apply like instead i noticed that it was I was getting response, interview invites and stuff like that. But the, the resume I did by myself because just just to graduate, I don't know much about this. I just follow YouTube videos and those kind of things. So it was yeah. not people were not professional. It was not what they were looking for. And maybe there will be tons of resumes and the ones that would outstand are the ones that would, yeah. yeah yeah. So I did not waste my time going to start praying or fasting or all those things to get. Oh, to get a job. job i just job. i just walked on my resume packaged it better you know i took some of the hints i did I had more than three resumes because it's just have to different point for different rules so you have to highlight different skills skills yeah that that would better suit those rules so that's how I, as an example of tackling your problems in a, in a better way, instead of going time by fire, time by, time by fire, exactly. So <laughs> I was listening to one of my friends, like he told me one prophet told him you should pray naked to get a job. And I was like, wow, 
pretty naked in the night what the hell I said, bro, would uh, do anything with them or, or pastor. I said, oh, fucking hell, man. So what, you, 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 are you really pretty naked? <laughs> I, just, I just laughing at this young man. Because people are finished. It's the power of religion on the country. Suffocating yeah. us left man. and right. Man. Left and so, right. Yeah, I saw... Uh, I want to see. I was just, I was just recalling. I saw a tweet that made me remember something from from my childhood. Okay. Uh, I think she was talking about whether a cat or whatever ghosts, whether a cat is to turn to human being. Oh my gosh! Uh, I remember like this incident. Uh, a guy hit a woman with his car, and she died. And when people said question like what happened, uh, what happened? he said, Thank God that he hit a cat. And once he hits the cat, he turns to a woman. That woman is a witch. Mm. Everybody just called the woman a witch. And that was it. That was the end. He made up the story on his spot and everybody oh uh, yeah. I don't know if, I don't know who made up the story, but the story was that he said him he said he hit a cat. So yeah, he was in the middle of the story. He hit the cats, and once he hit the cats, he turned to a, he he turned a human. human being. Yes, and that was. And we were ready to lock that shit up. Hmm. I think they've, they've arrested animals in Nigeria before now that that's for, for witchcrafts. <laughs> if I'm not mistaken. Uh, we are finished. Oh, we are finished. They arrested animals what? in Nigeria for witchcrafts. They've burnt people for for witchcraft. Yeah. Fucking insane, man. Fucking insane. They've burnt they've burnt a woman for saying <sighs> for, for 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 according to them being a witch. They've beaten people oh. up for stealing pennies. As I, I, that part I'm still trying to like what 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 will, what will a stolen pennies look like? Will it just be blank? Will you show a cut? Will you show like how? Will you be bleeding? I don't even know. Yeah, I'm like, how? Yeah, how? Like, Since I was small, I've been picturing this, but I'm like, what does it really look <laughs> like? A stolen penis. Let us see. Let us see the blank space. So, when, when, when was this? Like, uh, so, that thing, past, past memories. Like, I used to, you know, Christian, you know Christian Jana? Yes. Uh, yeah, I used, to, I used to watch this young man shoes very well. And then, like, I came across this person that his own his own show used to be exposing their tricks. Did you James Randi or something like that? No, James Randi. What is this guy's name? He's just uh, my children's greatest secrets revealed. So, he, his own show is basically to explain how their tricks are done. Okay. And you see these these tricks that you think are not physically possible and can only be done supernaturally. You see one young man just doing them and just be the right investment and props and everything. And they can they can do all these things. So, wow, and I'm like wow. What is what is even real again? Like <laughs> if if this thing, this man walking through glass can actually be fake. Ah. What is real? 
What is real? What is what is what is real? And you know, this the amount of time that I've seen people pray in hopeless situations. It's just heartbreaking, man. Yeah. It's, it's just heartbreaking, man. Just Nigeria will not end us, man. This is huh. I'm, 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 I've lost hope in this country. We are, we are, our delusion is beyond, beyond normal. Oh, and they, they always, they always think you're the mad one for not believing, for not buying exactly. the. Yeah. You are the mad person you know, for for not buying the bullshit. They are mad. That's mm-hmm. always the the story. Come on, they go there at last, last. We go keep, we go keep criticizing their beliefs, sharing people's story, one yeah. way or the other. Yeah, man. So, um, to conclude now, um, yeah, I'm, I don't think you want us to find find your line, Abby. <laughs> nah. Okay. All right. Now that I understand why, so I always like to ask that. <laughs> so, Jay. Yeah. I really appreciate you for coming on to share your story with us. People need to hear stories from different people and see how people's people arrive at uh, atheism from different perspectives. It's not just something you you wake up and say, "Oh, I not do it again." Just like it doesn't happen overnight. Just like that, yeah. you do, it, it doesn't happen. You don't even plan itself. You don't plan it. Just it. happens. Just happens. Just realize it. Yeah. Basically, yeah. so it was great having you here, man. Yeah, yeah, great, great, great. Thanks, thanks for having me. Thank you for listening to this episode. If you have not subscribed, please consider subscribing on Apple, Spotify, Google, YouTube. Yeah, I forgot to add that YouTube. Then, if you want to share your story, please reach out via the links in the show notes below. And have a great week. I will catch you on the next one.